and welcome to Not If I Reboot You First, a podcast where we take our favorite properties and reboot them before Hollywood has a chance to. Uh, it's a little bit like brainstorming fanfiction. I'm Lindsay and I use she, her pronouns. I'm Tanner and I use they, them pronouns. And, oh, Canada, Canada, our home and native lands. Canada Day, or somewhere around Canada Day. Is Canada Day yeah. Monday this year? I no longer know time. Oh, great. Yes, it is on Monday this year. All right. So is Canada Day tomorrow or three days from now, if you're a Patreon watching this early or yesterday, if you're getting around to this late or maybe it was a month ago, if you're getting to this really late or three years ago. (laughs) But you know what? You're valid. Um, Lindsay, what are we doing today? Uh Uh-oh. 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 And then I, d- I don't know the rest of the rap song that they had at the beginning. Yeah, it was mostly a lot of loud noises and sounds and bright colors and a man in a gimp suit. Yeah, I just remember the people in the back, like the background singers going, Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. <laughs> yes, listeners, we are doing uh-oh. And, okay, what's our um, Canada... Canadian to everybody else ratio. Oh, wait, are you asking me or the audience? <laughs> you. Or have you looked at those metrics? Oh, like on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even know what you were asking. Uh, let me check that, actually. <laughs> oh, we have 13 listeners in Canada. Okay. 10 from Saskatchewan and 3 in Ontario. <laughs> Do we have anybody from outside? We have 17 people listening to us in Connecticut. <laughs> so 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 the all the all-american breakdown is 17 in connecticut 10 in saskatchewan five in california four in michigan three in saskatchewan two in oh no three in ontario two in kansas one in illinois uh and someone in australia but it says there's not enough data okay so, anyway, I guess we're going to have to explain to... Oh, and we also have someone in Missouri. Okay. So, let us now explain uh-oh to all of our American listeners and the one Australian. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it was an import there. <laughs> but anyway, the breakdown. What is uh-oh? The breakdown. Okay. You know Legends of the Hidden Temple? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I was going to use that as like a baseline to explain, but then I realized I have no idea what Legends of the Hidden Temple even had. I know there was a monkey. Yeah, I barely remember it. Anyway, it was a kid's game show. Yeah, oh, it was a kid's game show. Let me just read off the Wikipedia summary for this. Okay. Uh, Oh, was a game played with three color-based teams that would be battled against with each other. Oh, that is really bad grammar. Three color-based teams that would battle against each other in the ga- each game. The goal of the game was to have more points than the other two teams to take home the grand prize. Teams would consist of two players each and would be either blue, green, or red. Audience members would also pick sides and wear clothes of the color they supported. Each team member would either spin the wheel for half of the game or participate in whichever activity the wheel lands on. The team members would participate in games which would nearly always involve goo and would be silly. <laughs> In the uh-oh sketch on It's Alive, blue took their turn first, then red, and green. When uh-oh later became a show on its own, blue went first, green, then red. Yeah. Doing my brief, brief 
five minutes ago of background research on this show, I found out <laughs> that it was a spinoff, which I did not know before. Yeah. Did you ever watch It's Alive? I don't remember. It was it ran ninety four to ninety seven no ninety three to ninety seven. It was okay. coined the least yeah. educational show on television, and in its original six episode first season episodes were an hour and a half long. Oh god. Oh wait, but those also contained episodes of Power Rangers, Are You Afraid of the Dark, or Captain Scarlet and the Mis- Mysterons. Okay. Which is a nineteen sixties British science fiction. T- oh, I've you heard about Captain Scarlet. I'm not even surprised that YTV was sticking a 1960s British children's serial inside its kid version of SNL because YTV was the first place that I saw Are You Being Served? Yeah, and uh, late night they used to show reruns of uh, Yes Minister and Yes Prime Minister. And Faulty Towers. And Faulty Towers, yes. I think they also had Red Green on there for a bit. For a little bit, but like you could also get Red Green on the comedy channel. Yeah. So like that that wasn't like that weird gem that you had to stay up until two AM to watch. <laughs> yeah. Not like yes, Minister. Actually, I used to get up early so I could watch an episode of Red Green Show before I went to elementary school. <laughs> Good on you. I used to get up early to watch like Care Bears and Babar and Tintin. I mean I did the, the Care Bears and Babar probably. I never I never had interest in Tintin. I'm sorry, that's all you. You're the Tintin expert. Tintin is a great adventure series! Oh, okay, we're adding Tintin to the list. I'm shocked it's not on it already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we never slimed Tintin. Yeah. So, anyway. At least not in this fanfic. Uh, <laughs> God, no! Stop, stop. No. Okay. Okay, anyway. We broke down how the game worked. Characters and hosts, he had uh, Wink Yahoo. Wink Yahoo! Who was played by Scott Yape? 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 I, I don't know. It's spelled as Y-A-P-H-E. I, that's either like... Or Yaffe. Uh, he was the show's main wacky, zany, and extremely enthusiastic host. He wore his hair in a large pompadour and wore flamboyant sequin suits. He would sometimes taunt the team members and show no compassion when the team would lose all their points. Uh, Wink would also always get overly excited when the spinner landed on the uh-oh space and would always feign regret if the player got the uh-oh question wrong or be disappointed if the player got the question right. Then there was Smash and Sam and Terran Aaron. They refereed the spinner's partner in the Mayhem games. Jumpin' Joe also refereed the game show's earlier episodes before Aaron replaced him. There Fuck was off, Quizmaster Joe. Pat- no one cares about you, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Quizmaster Patricia asked the spinner up to 10 questions at speed round. The Slime Master, who is played by uh, Sean Majumder and Ryan Belleville. So yes, Sean Majumder, the Canadian actor and Canadian from This Hour Has 22 Minutes. Wait, did you discredit him as a Canadian actor and a Canadian? Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I meant a comedian. He's not just a Canadian actor, he's also an actual Canadian. (laughs) Yeah, he's from Newfoundland and he was on This Hour Has 22 Minutes. And also frequently hosted Just for Laughs. Yeah. Listen, if you were growing up watching Canadian TV in the, like, early 2000s, you were just blasted with Sean Majumder overexposure. Yeah. So, anyway, the Slime Master was alternately Sean Majumder or Ryan Belleville. They hosted the Slime Tour and narrated the player's actions. Majumder hosted the game up until the end of Season 4 before Belleville replaced him. And, of course, everybody's favorite, the Punisher. Not... The Marvel character. <laughs> no, this isn't Frank Castle. This was everyone's favorite childhood icon. 
a man in a gimp suit <laughs> who would forcibly take children and shove them in a tube and pour Nickelodeon slime on them. <laughs> We're not making this up. Canadian children's programming, it's real, and it's sticky. (laughs) (laughs) At the beginning of the show, the Punisher was released from a cage by either Sam or Aaron while being booed by the audience and went on a rampage and would sometimes attack the audience members with goo. He even attacked Wink on at least three occasions. (laughs) I love how Wikipedia keeps track. I also, I love how that's like the only piece of lore. (laughs) Wink would eventually say, Punisher, control. The pun- oh, God. This is getting even more The, su- the sun's getting real low, Punisher. <laughs> the Punisher would then retreat to the slime booth. During the commercial breaks, the Punisher would also mess with the audience. He would also often have a couple of water guns with which to torment them and gooey pies. His duties during the game were limited to dragging the spinner's partner to the uh uh-oh booth and pouring goo on them if the spinner's answer at the uh uh-oh question was wrong. So, yeah. There was a guy in a gimp suit for a kid's TV show. (laughs) The fuck is with Canada? It's great. So, (laughs) we're just gonna basically reboot this pretty much as it used to be. Yeah, there's really nothing we need to change except, I guess, the personnel. Yeah, we just have to get, like, new people and maybe, I don't know, borrow some old suits from Don Cherry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wonder if you went to, like, a value village in the place where this was filmed, if you could find the old Wink Yahoo suits. Oh my god, I would love that! Honestly, I feel like the Don Cherry suits are too much. Somehow Don Cherry... (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> too much for the show, all about splashing s- slime on the people who, like, <laughs> failed the gimp suit man. <laughs> uh, someone developed a weird fetish from this. This is my favorite season of American Horror Story. <laughs> no, it's Canadian Horror Story, and you just... <laughs> a bunch of former Uh-Oh contestants have to survive on the abandoned sets and, like, the stark specter of the Punisher is manifesting. <laughs> yeah, so it's a pretty straightforward, we're just gonna do the old sets, we're gonna replace the previous people with new people, find a buff man who is willing to be, to put himself into a gimp suit and But dump. where are we gonna find one of those, Lindsay? <laughs> Bank Street. <laughs> there's like three suck shops no four there's like no five because there's like two in the really bougie part of bank street and you know this from personal experience yes <laughs> now can you rank them <laughs> honestly the ones over by the comic book store were kind of the best in that they had the most fun and it wasn't just catering to you know upper middle class young professionals Anyway! (laughs) Oh yeah, we should probably talk about the gameplay, because this went into, like, what, three rounds? Yeah. Yes? Uh, well, technically three rounds, but, like, the round two was, okay, so most of the games were either answer these quiz questions or do this gross thing. 
And then the round two was the slime tour, which was basically, we're going to go live, pre-recorded via satellite, to <laughs> the slime tour that's rolled up to your town. You're, you're just sitting there minding your own business, and then this, this terrible beast <laughs> slouches into your city. <laughs> to declare that the slime tour has begun. And like the Pied Piper, your children are taken over by the spirit of Uh-Oh. And travel in hordes to the nearest open field to basically compete in an obstacle course. Yeah. And the teams back at the studio would basically have to pick which of the slime tour teams would win. Because they're, they're different colors from the, the studio teams. Studio teams yeah. were red, blue, and green. And the slime tour teams were orange, purple, and yellow. Yes. And then so they'd be like, red team's like, ah, I think the blue team, or I think the purple team's gonna win. And blue team's like, I think the yellow team's gonna win. And then Wink's like, okay, well, let's find out. And then they, they competed. And it's like, oh, your team won. You get points. Ah, Wink, Yahoo. <laughs> then the third round was basically the same as the first round. Yeah. But the players would switch with their partners. Yeah. So, so here's the weird thing. It's basically always just a two-player game for each team. But the, they, they'll have like 15 people as the so-called teams, yeah. like in the, the 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 what are they called? The the risers, basically. Yeah. And those, and that's not the audience. Oh, like yeah. they've got the audience, and then they've also got the teams. But out of the teams, you only pick two people. So fuck yeah. these other kids. Well, I guess they had like a regular horde of children who would come in, and <laughs> the hope was that you would eventually get to actually play because you won, like Hubba Bubba and Fruit Gushers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember for a while, one of the prizes was a boppet. Yes. There were a lot of boppets being given away. Boppet. Eh, twist it. Ew. Pull it. <laughs> eh. uh, the different games, so there was mostly like multiple choice questions, um, quick answer questions, mayhem. Uh, this spot required Sam or Aaron to instruct the spinner's partner to complete a physical, often messy activity within 20 seconds. Activities included searching for items in pools of goo, using various methods to target shoot with uh, various types of projectiles, and grabbing items using their mouths. And everything you get right or everything you hit or obtain, you get points. Um, yeah. There is one, this is the only, like, um bullet point on any of the games it points out that on the on one episode of the second season a contestant from the red team answered i don't know to every question given to him in the speed round of mayhem resulting in him getting no questions right and scoring zero points <laughs> um yeah so there was the speed round with Quizmaster patricia which is this rap light, light, lightning round question answer yeah the dump, uh this spot requires the spinner to drop his or her ball uh through a pipe and into a game board, basically like Plinko. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the main the main thing was the wheel and uh-oh. So the wheel yes. basically decided which game you were going to play, but it also had stuff like win and spin, which is you win 20 points and spin again. There's lose and spin, where you lose 20 points, but you get to spin again. And then trade and spin forces the team to trade scores with the spinner's choice of the other two teams, mostly if the spinner was not in the lead. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, dang. Imagine if you're in the lead and you, like, spin, you get trade and spin. You have to. You have to give your points away to someone else. Yeah. Imagine the suffering. Imagine... Oh. The, I would have a complex from that, but that's mainly <laughs> just me. Yes. 
Each space resulted in a second spin for the team. Landing on one of these spaces during a second spin would result in the scoring effect, but not a third spin. Oh, so we should... We, if we're bringing this back, we should do Uno rules with, like, no, you keep spinning. You keep fucking spinning. I don't care if you lose and spin 17 times in a row. I don't care if your points are the negative. It says and spin. You gotta yeah. and spin. <laughs> yeah, we're the Uno group that will play the plus four card. Like, yeah, you know how... How the Uno Twitter is like, oh, well, these are the actual rules. And like, all these rules are not official. And everyone's like, no, these are the official rules. We like suffering. <laughs> um, and in the final season, they also added a fruit gushers game where you bob for oversized fruit gushers floating within a giant fruit gusher within a 20 second time limit. Oh, oh, here's something. Each gusher had a team color and point value. The team that won the points won the points that were indicated. So you could go and get like 75 points for your team, except they're not for your team because they're all green and you're on the red team. So you just give the green team 75 points. <laughs> and this came right after you had to trade away all your points to them in trade and spin. Oh, God. And you answered, you said, I don't know, to every single question in the speed round. <laughs> oh, someone's getting beat up. Because, like, the prizes included... Super Stokers mountain bikes and stereos. Uh, audience members would always receive Hubba Bubba Bubble Gum. Uh, other prizes for the audiences, among others, included Oreo cookies, the 1998 edition of the Can Canadian and World Encyclopedia CD ROM, Rocky can Rock Candy, Planters Peanuts, Bop It, uh, later Bop It Extreme, various candies from Wonka, Vertman Cookies, New York Cookies, Juiced Up from Dare, Armstrong Cheese, uh, Cheese? Tubes. <laughs> Have huh? a fucking brick of cheese! Yeah! <laughs> play tubes, dippity uh sport gel, and fruit gushers. The show's official sponsor in seasons five and six. On one episode later in the same season, Uh-Oh was not landed on at all during the show, leaving the Punisher depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Since the game ended a few minutes ahead of schedule, one lucky audience member would would have the chance to win a Rawlings double, uh, NAAC... NCAA, NCAA basketball by answering a uh-oh style question asked by Sam. An incorrect answer resulted in the Punisher slamming the participant. <laughs> <laughs> I love that there's Punisher lore. <laughs> like, yeah, there, there's just enough lore to add to the mystery. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping down over the broadcast history because that's just like uh, the show aired on television. I want to go down to episode status where the very first question or the very first sentence is all episodes of Uh-Oh exist. And <laughs> I get what they mean is that, like, the tapes are still around and you can view them on, like, they aired in reruns and now you can, like, watch most of them on YouTube and, like, all that stuff. But just the implication, all episodes of Uh-Oh exist. You, you, that episode of Uh-Oh that you saw and you thought you just imagined it? No, it's also real. Yeah. This isn't a Candle Cove situation where it just projected yourself into... <laughs> Into your mind as a child. Uh-oh is real, and it can find yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, Can Canadian Kids TV does have a bad situation where, like, there are no tapes for stuff, or there are no DVDs for stuff. Like, good luck trying to find episodes of Zix. Oh my god, Zix. Zix is on my list. Yeah, same here. Hell, the only reason I know that Zix exists is because there is a Degrassi character on it for the last two seasons. <laughs> oh, I know there are two Degrassi characters on it. <gasps> Look, Degrassi is eternal and will find its way into everything. Yes. 
But like, you know, when we talk about Degrassi finding its way into everything, it's like, like finally, like finally being resurrected or finally awakening after a long time in a peaceful slumber. Mm. Uh Oh, is like this dread force. (laughs) We just keep on describing it in more ominous tones. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because if this were like something from like one of those narrative podcasts, like it would just get increasingly more creepy. I can't wait for the Pacific Northwest Alliance to make a show about uh oh clawing its way back from the depths. Oh. <laughs> Wink Yahoo is an eldritch god and the Punisher is his servant and lover. <laughs> Uh Oh was sponsored by Post Honeycomb for later episodes in season one, and then Fruit Gusher became the official sponsor in season five and six. So, did it not have official sponsors for like two through four? I don't know. Or did it just like support itself on its own power? Or the CRTC somehow? I mean, probably. I can't imagine there's any actual Americans in the show. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, the CRTC allowed this to exist. Yeah, because it was all Canadians. <laughs> I guess it's pure CanCon. <laughs> It's genuine Canadian slime. That's a tax break. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure no American producer would ever be able to make this. Well, here's the thing. I don't know when Nickelodeon started sliming everyone, but I feel like this had a hand in it. Okay. Either that or just, I mean, it says it aired on Nickelodeon, and people probably thought it was a Nickelodeon original because slime, slime everywhere. Nickelodeon's all about the slime. Yeah. The slime isn't the issue, it's the Punisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a big beefy man in a gimp suit. <laughs> Actually, I don't even remember, I don't know if he was that beefy, I think we're just remembering it more fondly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he looked, he looked kind of jacked up. So it's like they went to a fetish store, and then they went over to, like, Canadian Tire. Yeah. <laughs> There is also, in later seasons, there was Uh-Oh Deluxe, where he'd double slime you, cause, and one of them had glitter. <laughs> was there ever, like, a team that you always cheered for? Well, because I like the color blue, I usually cheered for blue. Same, I was diehard for red. Okay. Um, and they almost never won, I think. Yeah, it was mostly, like, either... I actually think green won the most. I think so. Yeah. Hang on, let me let me look up uh oh stats. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta I gotta compose my fantasy uh oh league. <laughs> oh, hang on, there's a fan site. Let's see if the page still exists. It was hosted by Webring. I don't know if that's defunct or not. Yeah. There's also a list of catchphrases. <laughs> what do you say when insert something accidental or silly? Audience, uh oh after the theme song. And now, please welcome a man who insert funny phrase here. Wink! Yahoo! I don't know if these are actual catchphrases. I think this is just quotes. <laughs> Yo, all audience members got a prize. Like, you just... That must be why the audience prizes were so lame. Because it's like, yeah, I finally got to go on Uh-Oh! Do I get a bop it? No, you get fucking peanuts. <laughs> you get peanuts and bubblegum. Though, honestly, the Hubba Bubba was one of the best bubblegums you could get. Because, like, the flavor would actually last a while i never liked hubba bubba or unless wait did they make the bubble tape um yeah i think they made the bubble tape oh yeah because then that's i liked the tape 
<laughs> it was because I've never been a big fan of bubble gum because it's so nasty. Like, oh my gosh, if you try to put that in my mouth today, I'd, my body would shut down. Yeah, I actually like gum, so. I like but... gum, just not that kind of super candy sugar punch you in the nuts gum. Okay, yeah, the super soft ones that came in the big chunks. Yeah, I, I can see how tastes are changed. Like, we get the, like, the giant wad of gum, too. You accidentally leave it on the playground at recess, and then you come back out, and it's all just this ooze. <laughs> and then you mail it into, uh-oh, and they use it to slime people. That's the secret. <laughs> totally not watering cornstarch. <laughs> That's my secret, Cap. I'm always slime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we can get slightly better prizes. Well, no, because, like, if we want to keep the tradition of giving the audience, the entire audience, a prize. Yeah. It's you pretty all much going to be, like, gum. And... You all get one co-op chocolate bar. Ah, <laughs> uh, I say splurge a little bit. Get Give them, like, a box of LeClerc cookies. We got to get a sponsorship from LeClerc. Yeah. But not only can we give all the children boxes of LeClerc cookies, but also we just have constant access to, like, a warehouse of them. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> we need LeClerc. We need, well, for me, at least a Canadian wine company, preferably Jackson Triggs or Sawmill Creek. Wait, wait, excuse Why are we giving the children wine? <laughs> no, the wine is for the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, the wine we give to their mom so that they're not too angry with how destroyed their hair is going to be. <laughs> I mean, they clearly go on with, like, none of their own actual clothes. It's like, yeah. please. Yeah, we're basically asking, hey, bring your most disposable pants. So, You're not getting this food die out anytime soon. So, <laughs> do you know who I think should take over for Wink Yahoo? Who? Or, like, take up the mantle of Wink Yahoo after Scott Yaffe, like, regenerates? <laughs> Uh, Jay Baruchel. Yes. <laughs> Physically, it looks like him. Yeah. Also, he's clearly not doing anything because the last thing I saw him in was a commercial for a bank. Well, he was also the voice of uh, Hiccup, so... Yeah, well, that's over. Yeah. No, the reason I'm suggesting Jay Baruchel, actually, like, the main reason is because just being in this mind space, I'm thinking of other old Canadian shows, and like, hey, remember Popular Mechanics for Kids? Yes. Just, yeah, Jay Baruchel was the host for that when he was a yeah. wee bab. And Alicia, Alicia Cuthbert? Yeah, I'm I pretty sure that's it. what her name was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was, like, that one, like, Mystery Hunters or whatever. Do you remember that one? I do remember Mystery Hunters. That was, yeah. like, a few years later. Yes. That was, like, Popular Mechanics, but for ghost hunting. <laughs> yeah, Popular Mechanics for cryptids. <laughs> so the Canadian reality, children's reality show, uh, Cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> a game show and two very educational shows. Yes. I mean, oh, it was kind of educational. Well, in that you had to know things, like, because yeah. there were quiz questions. And so, yeah. like, you had to know some things, and you could potentially learn things if you, like, hear, pay attention. attention to the yeah. answers. <laughs> Even if they were coming at you, like, one a second. Yeah. And it'd be, like... No set topics. It'd be like, uh, according to the CDC, what percentage of Canadians pick their nose? Oh, it's 10%. <laughs> according I, to I Stats don't... Canada, what percentage of children's shows had to get their costumes from a fetish shop? 
This this show. This show only. What if they had what if they did get the Punisher's hockey pads from the fetish shop? That is kind of a weird fetish shop. High impact dominance. <laughs> Listen, we want to make sure that you're safe and protected for anything. <laughs> anything! <laughs> we take safe, sane, and consensual very seriously. Now, if we were to bring this back, we gotta tread lightly, because we're gonna use up all of our goodwill by putting the Punisher in a gimp mask, and potentially more. <laughs> <laughs> we will keep this as tasteful as possible. Not necessarily tasteful, just like... Not raunchy? Yeah, so... There's, there's a, um, a weird middle area <laughs> that's covered in slime. <laughs> well, he's not the one who's generally covered in slime. He's usually the one covering teenagers in slime. Oh yeah, that's how we solve it. We can do teens. <laughs> God. So we'll cover up the fetish gear with hockey pads. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose. Let's do it oh, the other yeah. way around. We'll cover up the hockey pads with fetish gear. <laughs> or if we just put them in a gym suit, but then also like throw a leather jacket on top of it, suddenly it looks a little bit less like a sex thing and more like a leather thing. Yeah. <laughs> Give him big boots, too. He'll just look like a really weird goth. <laughs> <laughs> big daddy goth BF. <laughs> he slimed you. <laughs> Like, on the one hand, there's the internet. On the other hand, we're kind of banking on the kids not really recognizing what this is. So we're not even going to tell them what's happening? We're not going to tell them where the fuck the outfit came from. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have to draw their own conclusions. Yes. <laughs> well, I thought you were implying, like, you, we invite a whole bunch of teens to this, and they're like, oh, it's a game show, it's an opportunity to uh, make a little bit of money. They're like, answer these questions! Uh, <laughs> jump in this, your, uh, this raw sewage so you can grab fake apples. This, this creepy man who's staring at you through the eyes of a leather mask is gonna pour <laughs> glittery slime on you. And you're gonna like it. <laughs> Jay Baruchel is here, and he's mocking your entire existence. <laughs> No, no, Scott no. Scott Majumder is back. Wait, was, what was his first name? Was it? Sean. Sean. Scott Majumder, his evil twin. Look, ha half Canadian men are named either Scott or Sean. I do recall at some point we were talking about just making this ourselves, like, rounding up people and putting episodes on YouTube and waiting to see if, like, the original rights holders actually try and come <laughs> down on us. Would they even notice? And then when they do, we'll be like, what if instead of suing us, you funded us? <laughs> Uh-oh, the next generation. <laughs> Uh-oh, brotherhood. Yeah, because if there's anything that Canadian producers suck at, it's maybe staying up to date on the copyright of their stuff? I don't know. Yeah. And it's not so much like letting it slip into public domain it's more like do they even remember that they made this wow the thought of uh oh being in the public domain that means i could write a ya trilogy about uh oh <laughs> i do appreciate the fact that they like this show started as a parody of game shows and it was supposed yeah. to be just this stupid silly thing that couldn't exist and then someone immediately went but what if it did yes what if this show that wasn't real was real? And 
our generation of Canadians has been thanking that producer ever since. Yep. Again, I I don't know what the fuck the CRTC was smoking. Slime. Slime, yeah. Real good BC slime. The uh the Punisher <laughs> emerged from his cage and just dropped slime on all the people and it was like, No, you belong to me. Wait, who's the dom in this situation? Wouldn't it be Yink, Wink Yahoo? <laughs> Punisher control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like... What's the, what's the opposite of biting off more than you can chew? I feel like we took too big a bite out of something that doesn't have a lot to chew on with uh-oh. Yeah. It's a game show. How are we going to remake the game show? It's a game show. Yeah, we're just... Maybe a slightly better studio in Toronto. Yeah. And then Slime Tour gonna happen in the prairies of Saskatchewan. Acknowledge its existence. Well, they stopped in Saskatoon, like, once. What are we gonna do? Have, like, a booth at Craven Country Music Fest? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. The, okay, so they only stopped in Saskatchewan three times. They, there is one in Saskatoon, once in Moose Jaw, and once in St. Denis. They didn't even go to Regina. Yeah. Well, because Regina wasn't around in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I live there and I can confirm. <laughs> Regina is mostly a state of mind. You know what the slime tour makes me miss? Weird on wheels. Yeah. Just another YTV thing. Let's reboot YTV. What if we got Carlos back? <laughs> I know he literally just escaped, but like just for a guest appearance. <laughs> No, no, I won't go back. No. It's only for a day. <laughs> so, um I'm going to go slime myself. No, that's that's a bad segue. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in a corner and think about what I've done and then when we get <laughs> while I do that, we'll have a friendship promo. Holy made mistakes you want to win winning i don't really care was there someone with the bears like didn't someone have like a really bad wow, disaster what an interesting conversation <laughs> you two this is the chat room and i'm ben and i'm here with chris i'm chris and i'm here with taylor i'm taylor and i'm here with ben and each week we talk about all the important issues of the day like is it wrong to decide which bugs i squash or save based on if they're ugly which member of the avengers would bruce springsteen be what happens when your father whips a candy land piece down the hallway the chat room covers all these topics and more and is available on the podcast app of your choice or at alien happy hour.com this is us logging off so Lindsay, where can you be found on the internet i can be found at Lindsay m 476 on twitter you can get to all my other social media bullshits from there tanner where can people find you you can find me on twitter at sparky upstart and you can find me on instagram at sparky young upstart you can also find this very podcast on twitter at n-i-i-r-y-f pod those are the letters for not if I reboot you first, and it's pronounced, uh-oh. <laughs> and you can find this very podcast on Instagram at not if I reboot you first. That's all one word. The hashtag is N-I-I-R-Y-F, and it's pronounced, uh-oh.
And we also have an email. You can email us at notifyrebootyoufirst at gmail.com. You can send us your comments, criticisms, critiques, your suggestions for future reboots, your favorite kinds of slime. Um, if you'd like to be a guest like we have on here occasionally, you can let us know through that or through Twitter. Uh, give us, tell us you're interested and give us a hint on what you'd like to do, but not the whole thing because we like to be surprised. And we also have a Patreon. Oh, yes. Yes. We for, have a Patreon. For the cost of a dollar donation a month, you can get a shout out every week like our good friend Charlie. And so far, that's it. But soon, when Ryan g- gets starts working more regularly again, he'll probably patron us. Right, Ryan? Yeah, please, please give us money. And thank you, Charlie. And if you're willing to donate $5 a month, you can get stuff like early episodes and the ability to vote in People's Choices polls for People's Choice episodes. That That's kind of self-explanatory. Uh, <laughs> and you can also get access to Patreon exclusive bonus episodes, which we will be getting out as soon as we can. Okay, so here's the hint. Moon River, water than a smile. I'm crossing you in style someday. Oh, dream maker, you heartbreaker. Wherever you're going, I'm going your way. No, I'm not going to sing Moon River. My voice is awful. Lindsay, we can't do Sailor Moon again. This is a different thing involving the moon. Okay. Okay. We like the moon. <laughs> it's up in the sky. <laughs> anyway, we'll deal with that next week, but not if we reboot you first. Bye. Bye. I don't know why I point when no one can see me. No, I just had a terrible, terrible thought about um. Uh oh, fan fiction. <laughs> Punisher, you may have escaped your cage, but you'll never get away with sliming all of Canada, not unless you l- learn the secret of the uh oh treasures. Oh, you mean the Chaos Emeralds? <laughs> the Chaos Gushers. <laughs> <laughs>